0: Their channel. Please sub and share. Searching for the Truth
1: UFOs, Aliens, Grays,
0: and Ufology Real Images. Real stories, real videos, real cases, researched and investigated by professionals in the field and cutting edge discoveries. Multiple witnesses, abduction accounts brought to you by Team The Out There Channel. Good to be back. be back. Five four four, three three, two two, one one, action, action action
2: Yo yo, anyone out there? <laughs> of course not. Okay, um, so I decided to do a middle of a week one, uh, but most of the people that follow me are from UK and will be in bed probably, being work day. But uh, we've got some stuff that needs to be covered sooner rather than later, I guess, and uh, all the. Talking head channels out there all jumped on it. <laughs> yeah, I'll just type up the side comments here and uh, start the show. There was a little glitch at the beginning there where it started just a wee bit too soon, I think. That doesn't matter. It's just the intro gets clipped a wee bit. So. latest stuff out is UFO crashes cover-up or is there and other UAP topics and I'll post my link to my webpage where you can find donation links that if you don't want to use super chat which takes 30 percent of your income for suppressing, yeah. Well done, Google. Good to be a fair com- company. <laughs> oh, did that screw up? Is it working? Yep. So good. Uh, I don't think anyone's joined us yet, but we'll see what happens. Seems to be more and more live shows that people can choose from as well. And of course people choose the wrong live shows. (laughs) Uh, But I know people will watch what I do because they're always interested in what I have to say about it. And that's where i begin. So we'll do this first. Uh, how to tell if someone is lying to you by watching their face. Um, this was quite a good article that came out. We've already looked at um, NLP, ling- uh, Neuro Linguistic Programming, where your body gives away uh, when you're thinking or so- when you're talking uh most people don't realize they do it and you'd have to be trained to suppress it if you're lion, um i'll just bring up the regular chat i'm not sure if it's on this or not but i'll just bring up some charts just refresh people oh uh, it's called nlp eye movement your eyes to your soul ok you can see there's a few diagrams popping up here uh, where's the image gone uh, at the front just bring up the whole list Well, there used to be. What's going on there? Something strange. Has Google stuffed it up again? Why is it doing that? Let's reload that. Now it's loading properly. Anyway, uh, you can see it's got various diagrams here. So pick the first one. Uh, So, if someone looks to the left, they're doing memory recall. Can't seem to get that one. Let's see. Might just open up the page. There we go. It's not the best images, though. Uh, what happened there? Bye, bye, bye! Pop up, pop ups. Can't access. You're not allowed. All right. Here we go. It's gone away. Hey! Finally, stop interrupting us. Remember, in pictures, looking. One's left, upwards. Remembering sounds, looking left directly. Hearing internal dialogue. Um, looking down to the left. So, talking to yourself. <laughs> Remembering what you said, I guess. Down to the right, accessing feelings. And looking to the right directly, constructing sounds. I suppose, um, like um, if you're lying about hearing footsteps or whatever. And looking right upwards, constructing a visual image in your head so what's constructing the story then probably evil of those right I went to I saw I heard and I felt scared so all the that side there so if someone's looking down this way and let's have a look at another one see if they will say the same uh visual construction audio yep says so all the same thing on that one there's one with a smiley face <laughs> and that's saying the same remembered vision remembered audio uh, or did they read digital? Remembering story. Yeah, there's lots of these things. So this one's slightly different. Saying If you look, upwards your imaginary and visual images and if you look in right strictly imagine what something or someone might sound like motion looking down to the right So that side's the right side is construct and something and the left side is Remembrance and something yeah, be careful there oh, almost close to everything down <laughs> uh. Where was the thing? Okay, here we go. Back to this page again. Don't think anyone's joined us yet, still. Haters will be haters. Okay, so. uh, Is it better on black? Uh, We'll try it. Just about everyone you know tells uh, low-stake lies, but some people even go so far to lie about important matters that could forever change their relationships, end their employment, or even send them to jail. (laughs) Detecting high-stakes liars is often the work of the FBI, and they frequently look to facial expressions body language and verbal indicators as signals or tells that someone is lying uh mark balton an fbi agent for 30 years and author of how to spot lies like the fbi tells business insider that he used to use certain tells to help identify Uh, Timothy McVeigh is a suspect of the Oklahoma City bombing. But being able to read facial expressions to detect lies can be beneficial even if you're not conducting criminal investigations, he says. Looks like there's a picture there, or ad. Um, There are a number of facial expressions and associated reactions that could... Indicate someone is lying to you, he says. Some are caused by nervousness and some by chemical reactions and others by physical reactions. To start, he says, it's important to understand how the person in question normally acts. So this is what that um, body language panel talked about. Uh, get a base reading of someone by looking at their past um, videos or interactions called on video, that they can use it as a base. It's best to assist someone for a while as you make small talk or ask innocuous questions in order to see what, what his usual reactions are, including tics, he may have then if he exhibits several line indicators when you ask more pointed or suggestive questions and these are not ones he previously performed you can be confident that he's likely lying The eyes darting back and forth it <laughs> uh, looks like there was a graphic there Uh, this is physically a physiological reaction to him feeling uncomfortable or trapped by your questions that he doesn't want to answer It is a throwback to when people had to seek an escape route When they feared they were in danger situations such as facing a human or animal Look for the escape hatch Rapid blinking. A person will ordinarily blink about five to six times a minute or once every 10 to or 12 seconds. Do we really blink that much? That's kind of interesting. For instance, when someone knows he's lying, he may blink five or six times in rapid session succession. Bunton says exceptions to the usual blink rate mostly have to do with production of dopamine in the body. For example, a person with Parkinson's disease will have a noticeable slower blink rate than what is usual, while a person with psychophrenic will blink more rapidly than normal. Closing eyes for more than one second at a time. Belton says that when a person closes his eyes for a second or two, this may indicate he lied to you since this is the type of defense mechanism. Normally, he he explains, a person will blink at a speed of one to four hundred milliseconds or point ten to point four of a second. Yeah, so a saturated blink. huh. here we go. Looking up to the right wing. You ask a normal right-handed person about something he's supposed to have seen. If he looks upwards and to his left, uh, he's truly accessing his memory. Um, However, if he looks upright to his right, he's accessing his imagination and he's inventing an answer. Burton says the left-handed people will usually have the opposite reactions. And I suppose we have to know uh, which hand is their most dominant. I suppose that's why you've got to do a base reading. But most people will be right-handed, right? And some people will steer straight ahead when trying to recall a visual memory, he says. Ah. Some people will steer straight ahead. so we have to look out for that looking directly to the right if you ask about what a person heard his eyes will shift towards the left Uh, to left ear to recollect the sound he heard but what if his eyes shift Towards his right. He's about to fib says the FBI agent Looking down to the right his eyes will shift downwards And to the left he's going to tell you his memory of a smell or touch or sensation Um, Such as a cold draft or terrible odor so that's slightly different. Uh, what did they say on the other one? Uh, recalling... A ...reaction, was it? All anyway, right, just keep on going. Punch skin beneath and wrinkles beside the eyes. That sounds a little Australian, it's been in the sun too long. (laughs) Uh, Belton says that when people genuinely smile, the skin around their eyes bunch and wrinkle. Uh, Face touching. So they're talking about false smiles when someone's... So we have to watch out for that one. So when you see someone being interviewed and they sort of got a grin, are they generally smiling or are they generally just doing a nervous smile or a fake smile? Face touching button explains that a chemical reaction causes people faces to itch when they lie? Yeah, or if you're diabetic, you get an itchy nose. This is another common thing. Uh, pursed lips, a person's mouth will often go dry as she's lying she may do a second motion pursing her lips to try to overcome this when the lips are tightened they appear pinched and white this can indicate lying Excessive sweating. <laughs> Remember that uh, guy on the uh, third phase of the movie? Uh, what was his name? The black guy. Um, he was sweating like a pig, uh, people were saying. <laughs> so was he completely lying? Um, Bunsen says sweat may appear on the forehead, cheeks or back of the neck and you are likely observe the person trying to wipe it away. Blushing is an inventory inventory reflection, a reflex, involuntary, what am I talking about, (laughs) involuntary reflex caused by uh, sympathetic nervous system, this activates your fight or flight response and is a response to the release of... A drillian, a drillian, dr- dr- a drillian drillian, a drillian drillian. That's not how you say that. Ed, <laughs> no, let's see. A drill. I learned. a drillian and no. a drillian, a drill, a <laughs> Australian. Ah oh, stuff it. <laughs> A drillion, a drillian, a drillian, a drill, a drill, a, drill, a, a Head shaking. Uh, this is another common one. Often when people tell the truth they will nod their heads simultaneously in agreement with what they're saying but if they shake their heads in disagreement with what they said their bodies are betraying their lie so if you ask someone are you telling the truth and they say yes and they're shaking their heads that means they're not (laughs) so how does it relate to the ufo topic well, wow, that's of interviews with leakers, of course. Um, a Julian a Julian, one, how would you say that word? Let's type it in. Would well, be an easy thing to play here. We
3: are looking at how to pronounce these names as well as how to soften confusing words and names, including medical terms. So make sure to stay tuned to the channel. How do you say it? Duh. Adrenaline. Stress on the second syllable. American pronunciations are similar, as adrenaline.
2: Uh, that's what I was trying to say. Adrenaline, I can't, can't get that round. <laughs> I just can't say it today, Uh, anyway, stuff English, Uh, some of those medical terms are just ridiculous, I don't even bother trying to learn those names of most of the pills I take, (laughs) or had taken, I normally just carry a list around with me, Um, so yeah, I'll just press the link to that. So that's from the FBI guy that lists, so it's quite a good one actually, isn't it? Um, probably should bookmark it, Maybe not that i probably remember the years ago, uh, lion body lingo. Fan on my computer's loud. I'm not sure if you can hear it or not. Actually, I haven't checked the audio. I think it's working alright. Anybody there? Nope. Uh, Let's just check. It's very slow. Oh, there we go. So this is an interview that's doing the rounds on the internet, and I'll play a bit of it, and we'll have a look at this guy. So look at the the smugness on that. Look at that smug look. Uh, I get a bad vibe from this guy. Looks like he's trying to smile, but not smile. But this is the guy we got to listen to. Uh, All these leakers always end up being nothing burgers, right? Uh, We've had a few of them in the past for Bob Lazar. uh, Lou Elizondo. There's probably a whole heap of them. Uh, What's that other one? That we just read about the uh, Trinity case leakers claiming there was UFOs around the nuclear testing sites um, we got uh, Richard Doty i am just minimize that down a bit now uh, who else Else, who else? Um, should be some of us people on the head here. Just <laughs> quite a few of them. But anyway, I think we could throw a few more modern ones in there. <laughs> Core cool bells ones so these nations put this out I'm just going to play some of it under fair use and then we'll have a look around what people have been saying about it and what I say about it.
4: photos of your
2: 11- so yeah I've got it queued here uh, almost interesting part. So we'll just play that first
4: Edgecraft himself, but has talked extensively with other intelligence officials who have.
2: Okay. So the whistle leaker hasn't seen any evidence himself. We will just go back a wee bit. <laughs> so why is he a leaker?
4: He's not seen photos of the alleged craft himself, but has talked extensively with other intelligence officials who have. If you're right,
5: if you're telling us the truth, Mm -hmm. everyone, the entire American public, has been lied to for decades.
6: Yeah, there's a sophisticated uh, disinformation campaign targeting the U.S. populace, which is extremely unethical and immoral. You are saying to the human race, for the first
5: time, an official... Intelligence representative at a high level from the U.S. government is saying publicly, we are not
6: alone. We're definitely not alone. Absolutely, the data points empirically that we're not alone. Yeah.
5: Do we have bodies? Do we have species? Of
6: well, non-human? naturally, um, when you recover something that's either landed or crashed, um, sometimes you encounter um, dead pilots. And uh, believe it or not, as fan- as fantastical as that sounds. It's true.
7: It's also
2: Notice Harry said it's true and he shook his head. And he's got that grin on his face. To me, that's a lie. <laughs> he doesn't know it's true because he's not seen any evidence, right? But apparently he's meant to have some documentation that is sent to Arrow. Now they've come out and said They haven't got any evidence, especially over the last decades of any UFO debris being collected. So someone's telling porkies. Oh yeah, just look at that grin. And who lies like that, psychopaths? (laughs) So let's go back here and uh how many psychopaths do you get in the army military now we've had some news reports lately of someone kicking someone over a cliff i'm not sure if you heard that news report. um doing interrogation of afghans so um we just rolled this back again so he's he's got no evidence
7: also harder for people to wrap their minds around
2: so let's go back to the beginning here
8: a secret government program for decades tonight a world television exclusive you
2: got music
8: you will only see on news nation welcome
2: yeah, so it was leaked um, by Ross Cohart, uh, ex <laughs> 60 Minutes guy from Australia, but we'll cover him in, in a minute. Why uh, he's not a credible investigative reporter. Apparently, he did this interview a month ago, so why wasn't it not released soon after, like a day or two after? Seems almost like uh, it's it's been organized with the the Corbel flare nonsense and claiming it was a TR3B. Uh, Everything seems to be organized for maximum um, MSM media coverage, right? But then why wasn't some major cable TV network the ones to leak it? Why Noose Nation? Why did it come out on the debrief first of all? Um, so yeah.
8: To Elizabeth vargas There's a
2: lot of red flags in the story.
8: Reports earning your trust every night.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so they have to earn their trust, especially in mainstream media.
8: UFOs exist. The U.S. government found quite a number of them, and they are indeed of non-human origin. Those.
2: Yeah, so if that was the case, why wasn't it revealed on the NASA meeting, then where's was the last get-together?
8: There are the explosive allegations from a former intelligence officer tonight, and a whistleblower complaint that the Inspector General is taking very seriously. 36-year-old Air Force veteran David Grush is exposing what he calls a top-secret military program that has reportedly found wreckage of fully intact UFOs. The government now calls them UAPs, or Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena. For years, there have been whispers and rumors that the government had aircraft of non-human origin. This report is the first evidence it might...
2: So, who was the first to bring that news out? <laughs> the Roswell crash and Bob Lazar.
8: Might be true. The Inspector General has called Brush's complaint urgent and credible. Tonight we have a world television. Excru- ah,
2: I see. Then putting in the cool bow garbage.
8: Exclusive and- interview with the whistleblower in which he claims we not only have the aircraft, but the government has been keeping much of it secret from Congress and from the public. News Nation senior national correspondent, Brian Anton is here with the story, and this is a blockbuster.
4: It is a blockbuster. It's really hard to wrap your mind around this. I've been working on this for the past couple of...
2: A blockbuster, whistleblower
4: weeks i'm still having a hard time processing uh processing all of it all over the last couple of years it sort of became mainstream to discuss ufos the government has released videos they've acknowledged that we don't know what some of this stuff is out
2: notice how they used to laugh a lot about when they mentioned ufos sightings. they don't do that as much anymore so let's just skim some of this uh it's going to recap on UFOs. Evidence, if it. you
4: will, that old tales of UFOs may not all be conspiracy theories. In re-
2: so, uh, so there's Ross Colehart. Co- Co- uh.
4: On secrets, he says no one has ever shared publicly before.
5: You are one of the most trusted Former intelligence officials in the U.S. Defense and Intelligence Establishment. Yes, I was. You were trusted with the most... In-
2: uh, so that was truthful because he nodded yes when he answered, right? Intimate secrets. Yes. Grush sitting... So he's telling the truth there. So obviously his uh, credentials check out, right? <laughs>
4: down with award-winning investigative journalist Ross Coldheart, who's oh, reporting for NewsNation.
2: He's not credible or award-winning anything, as I will point out.
4: <laughs> and has spent years reporting on the UFO question.
5: What conclusion did you come to at the end of your time on the UAP task force?
6: Uh, the UAP task force was refused access to um, a broad crash retrieval program. When you say crash retrieval...
2: Um, Smicks again. Well,
6: what do you mean? Uh, these are retrieving non-human origin uh, technical vehicles, you know, call it space.
2: Notice now he's shaking his head.
6: Spacecraft, if you will, non-human, exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed.
5: We have spacecraft from another species.
6: We do, yeah. How many? Quite a number. You're kidding. No.
2: See, so, um i don't know his body language seems way off here. Yeah. it's almost like a comedy reaction isn't it yeah it's, <laughs> we got buddies
6: i thought it was totally nuts and i thought
2: so now he's shaking his head so he didn't actually think it was nuts he actually thought it was nuts <laughs>
6: At first, I was being deceived. It was a ruse. People started confiding in me. They approached me. I have plenty of current former senior intelligence officers that came to me, many of which I know.
2: Ah, right, look at that down there. Looking to the right. Uh, so, what was that accessing? What was down to the right? Um. Feelings.
6: I knew them. Um, Was my whole career that confided to me they were a part of a program. They named the program. I've never heard of it, and they they told me based on their oral testimony, um, and they provided.
2: Looking straight down. Looking to the right.
6: Give me documents and other other proof. That there was, in fact...
2: And uh, now he's actually recalling cool uh, memory because he's looking to the other location, to his right.
6: The program that the UAP task force
4: was uh, not read into. Grush alleges the U.S. government has recovered non-human craft for decades. He's filed a whistleblower complaint, saying he gave what he calls the classified proof to Congress and the Intelligence Community Inspector General. NewsNation has confirmed David Grush's credentials and resume. We've not seen or verified the alleged proof he says he's provided to investigators. He says he can't show us the proof for national security reasons. He also tells us he's not seen... Fo-
2: so if he's uh, leaking out secrets here, why hasn't he not been arrested, all right? Could you give go to a reporter and leak national security information without being arrested by FPR. Um, maybe he has been, and maybe it's happening now. <laughs> so we'll check the, the web for current stuff just to see what's going down. This was yesterday, obviously.
4: Photos of the alleged craft himself, but has talked extensively with other intelligence officials who have. If you're
2: wrong, So, basically, it's hearsay, right? (laughs) He's heard from other people, but he hasn't actually seen uh, the craft or bodies or anything like that. So, what documentation has he got that backs up his story? Um, I think if he sent it to Arrow, they probably looked at it and thought it was a nothing burger. and i think they've denied having any ufos or aliens and we'll get to that in a minute right
5: if you're telling us the truth Mm -hmm. everyone the entire american public has been lied to for decades
6: yeah there's a sophisticated uh disinformation campaign targeting the u.s populace which is extremely unethical and
2: so he's shaking his head
5: You are saying to the human race, for the first time, an official intelligence representative at a high level from the U.S. government is saying publicly, we are not alone.
6: We're definitely not alone. Absolutely the data points empirically that we're not alone,
2: yeah. Do we? Well, we already know we're not alone, it's a big universe. So he probably believes in that. That's why he nodded. Yes, we're not alone. Imperial evidence. What this? What is the evidence he's talking about? Number of planets in the the universe? Trillions. What was he talked about? So that question wasn't um, specific enough, was it? It wasn't so you've seen the evidence for yourself or have you heard the evidence that we're not alone? And was it from TV or was it from internal army stuff or whatever is it is, you uh know, defense department stuff?
5: Do we have bodies? Do we have species? Of
6: well,
2: non-human? naturally,
6: um, when you recover something that's either landed or crashed, um, Sometimes you encounter um, dead pilots. And uh, believe it or not, as fan- as fantastical as that sounds, it's true.
2: He shook his head saying it's true that we've got bodies. <laughs> He's lying. <laughs> he meant to nod. Yes, we got. You notice know, he was nodding when he was answering truthful questions at the very beginning. So that would be like a base thing. Look at that smirk on his face. He's lying. He doesn't know we got bodies.
7: It's also harder for people to wrap their minds around the concept of a crowd.
2: Alright, so we're back to the same old crowd, Leslie King, who's been caught out posting that story about the A-tip, which, uh, and then omitting facts about Skinwalker Ranch and Dino Beavers and Skinwalkers. Because she wanted to promote the UFA topic, um, is what she said. Uh, since uh, the the article come out, right? Now I've seen a few documentaries where sh- she's been talking about various UFA cases which uh, have been solved, uh, and. Uh, she was making claims about full street holes, which weren't true. Uh, so she's meant to be a proper investigative journalist. I don't know who who she talks to to be balanced, but uh, obviously it's not debunkers or truthers. <laughs> she's talking to Dr. Greer and Lou Elizondo, so there's no wonder she. D- believes everything.
7: ...crashed object from somewhere else. It's easier to accept that, yeah, we see things in the sky that we can't explain.
2: Journalist
4: Leslie Kane broke Rush's whistleblower story this morning in the debrief. Miss Kane's career has been mainstream and credible. Having written a series of...
2: Why did she release it on the debrief then? (laughs) Um, Why not a main newspaper? Something's not right
4: here. reports on UFOs in the New York Times dating back to 2017. He has the credentials, but there's no documents that he's handed over. There's no picture.
2: So you got to remember, she promoted Lou Elizondo, who didn't run a, run a damn thing. It was all lies. So she obviously didn't do any background checks or verifying the story. Green Street did.
4: <laughs> As a journalist, you want to see documents, you want to see pictures. Does that raise a red flag?
7: Not at all, Brian. I mean... you.
2: So she's quite happy to accept someone's story without pictures and uh, documents. Not at all. Uh, you'd expect her to say, yes, a wee bit, uh, but yeah, there's if there's multiple counts for this that back up each other then it's more credible yeah
7: you mean documents that actually describe the crap
2: so she's not too sure on the question there
4: correct the, yeah like yeah documents or to, to be able to see it for
7: ourselves of course don't we all want that and uh the problem with that is all of that information is classified you know as we said in the story everything that grush told congress and told the,
2: the so if it's all classified it's going to end up being enough nothing burger again isn't it um so i don't know what those documents are they got on the screen there's probably just some emanation is it
7: the um inspector general of both the ic the intelligence community inspector general and the department of defense inspector general all of that information is classified in 2017
2: Kane... so how come he hasn't been arrested in that case
4: yeah. reported exclusively in the new york times that the pentagon had a secret ufo program Three years later, the Pentagon confirmed her story. Her latest report is even more explosive, but Kane says she has multiple sources who back up Grush's story.
7: I-
2: so why don't you say that at the beginning? Say, oh, I've got multiple sources to back up his claim when he asked her, no physical evidence.
7: I believe it because of all the sources I have who have told me the same thing. All
2: right, so who were sources that will tell her the same thing? Have to be Dr. Greer, right? Which you can't believe anything that guy says, who's been caught in so many lies, especially by me. Uh, you can just throw anything out the window that he says. Um, so what's the other sources? Uh, Tim... MacMillan <laughs> No um, What's that guy's name? That works with Lou uh, Tom Delong.
7: <laughs> so who am I to doubt these very, very high level people who have been inside these programs for decades have?
2: Because a lot of them turned out to be lawyers and disinformation agents what that's why. So he's coming across like another Linda Moulton Hell to me.
7: They've done their work and are all telling me the same thing. I mean, I, I don't think there's some kind of a conspiracy among all these people who don't know each other to make something like like this up. So, I've got him.
2: Be- so, how about um, deathbed confessions, which turned out to be fake? And how about the Trinity case? They wouldn't make this stuff up. Of course they would. Uh, what's his name? Boyd uh, Bushman, wasn't it? Lloyd, uh, was it Boyd? Boyd. Uh, where he was showing up pictures of a Kmart alien doll claiming it was an alien body. And he got called out.
5: You blunt about this. Yeah. You're not making this up. This no. is not a lie.
6: No, absolutely not.
5: Because everybody watching this right now is looking at your face. Mm -hmm. They're going, is this guy for real?
6: I am for real.
2: Uh Aha, look, he blinked more than a second. So that's a lie, right? Possibly telling a lie, he's not for real. And look at the smell on his face. Come on, guys, this guy gives off a bad vibe.
6: And I'm, you know, I'm sitting here at great personal risk and obvious.
2: And he's shaking his head, personal risk. And he shakes his head.
6: <laughs> Professional risk by talking to you today.
2: smirk you- on his face again. I don't believe him. I don't.
6: Just within the last 10 minutes or so,
4: the Pentagon has released a statement to News Nation about this report. They say to date, Arrow has not discovered any verifiable information to substantiate claims that any programs regarding the possession or reverse engineering of extraterrestrial materials have existed in the past or exist currently. Arrow is committed to following the data and its investigation wherever it leads. Arrow, working with the Office of the General Counsel and the Air Force Office of Special Investigations, has established a safe and secure process for individuals to come forward with information to aid Arrow in its...
2: So there you go. So if they've got his documentation, which has proof of crash um, materials, But we know they do have programs for uh, collecting debris from space, right? That's no mystery. Uh, We've talked about it in the last eight years where they got badges, uh, which kind of had little alien heads on it and all that sort of stuff. (laughs) Then they claim it was just a a joke thing. But... um, And some people claim that's not legit badges as well. So who knows, but um, makes sense that they would collect anything that falls from space and and then if it turns out to be Russian or Chinese technology that they would check it out to see if there's anything they can uh, gain from it technically wise. Um so they've not discovered any verifiable information, okay Re energy in materials. So we have to see how this develops
4: congressionally mandated historical review. Arrow's historical review of records and testimonies is ongoing and due to Congress by June 2024. And Arrow welcomes the opportunity to speak with any former or current employee uh, or contractor who believes they have information relevant uh, to this historical review. And Elizabeth, we know that David Grushy's filed that whistleblower complaint. He's, he's been on the record under oath. Uh, testifying to many of these things that he said in our report tonight.
8: Right, and it's important to point out that this statement from the Pentagon, from Arrow, Gresh's is alleging that this top-secret, top-top-secret-secret program is keeping it a secret from Arrow.
4: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And if Gresh's, what he's saying is true, uh, you know, the spokespeople, all of those folks at that level wouldn't even know this was going on anyway.
8: All right, i I got to ask you, I, I, you know, he has a compelling story to tell, very little of it's, seems like first-hand knowledge. Isn't he just repeating what somebody else has told him or somebody else has shown him? Like
4: yes, that is what he's doing, but he says he's talked to a number of people who are in very, very high-level positions. He also had basically the highest level of uh, classified material information that he was able to receive. Uh, we went back and checked over, um, you know, his history, all of his credentials. Check out. out. Check out completely. Uh, unfortunately, there's In only-
8: addition, a couple people have come forward...
2: So I could have got it wrong. These people that he talked to um, may have said, yeah, they went out and retrieved extraterrestrial debris on the desert floor. And he's taken that to mean in, uh, extra, uh, like an aliens rather than unknown debris from the space, which could be other countries. I wonder if that's it. Mm, I don't know, the whole thing seems totally fishy to me, but we do know there was um, a memo written, uh, who was it now, was it Sebaka? Me and Robert, we covered it, Um, crashed UFOs, let's have a look if I can find it again. Uh, the, we read out the memo. Uh, UFO crashes. Crash. Uh, here we go. Uh, is it that one? Well, you know, the Trinity case ended up being garbage. Let me just have a look at that top one. This one, as you yeah, This was with Robert. No doubt we might have to do another show on this. <laughs> um, to cover all the new stuff. Uh, let's see. Has it got the memo there? Chris Mellon. Oh, that was the other person I was thinking of. (laughs) The Lou person, Chris Mellon. All these come from the government. We can't trust government. Uh, Don't talk about memo there, so. It might not be in that one. I'm not too sure though. Uh, Let's just have a look again. UFO crash on the plains of San Askdon. I don't think it's in that one. Uh, Let's have a look further down. Uh, Lesser US Less unknown US UFO crashes. Let's have a look at that one We're still meant to be doing that Roswell uh, Recap show So this is an extra case here, Uh, actually this one sounds Let me just uh, Look at the topics um let's see uh wilson documents note <laughs> Um was it? i think it was called uh, memo can't see it listed there on that one We've done so much here over the years, uh, it can be really hard to find Roswell witnesses and UFO crashes hmm. That's what we're doing now Might have to put Nemo in maybe Let's do a search on memo I didn't use such descriptive descriptions in the older days, so it makes it really hard to find stuff uh, Not that memo uh, And that was with Robert so Here's his one here, Shag Harbor. Just think it's that one. Could be in that one. I know it was quite a few years ago when we done it. We Dutch. space force or whatever. No, yeah, I don't think Robert's on the side. So what do we got here? No, maybe he was on the side. It's got Robert's girlfriend speaking alien tongues. (laughs) That was a creepy story. Robert's paranormal UK ghost story. Um, Where's the the thing about memo on it? Look at freedom of information memos that suggest Uh, Corrupting and crash retrievals number three, so it might be in this one Uh, we have got Robert on But using the old crappy hangouts back then damn it Probably should redo it then because it probably have corrupted font on it. I think 23. It was okay was before the mucked around of the code on the hangouts and it corrupted the fonts it's not one of the M 12 no. documents. This one was actually from. Uh, it was from uh, Freedom of Information request. Here we go, FOIA, which That's means it's got to be in. Yeah, so it's got to be a real document in yes. in, in their database. Uh, have you got closed captions on this? Let me just search transcripts. Oh, it hasn't it got a transcript? That's really a shame because that makes it easy to search for when we're talking about it. So he's still. Uh, so let's just go through. Where does it first come up? Oh, i'm not sure conspiracy. the instruction that his uh, commanders should consider the lack of physical evidence in the shape of crash recovered exhibits which would but that's not the memo, un- it memo itself. The... no that's not the memo but that's what they're saying about it uh, yeah. which would and the only existence robert looked a wee bit different back there of these subjects so the memo here is here and uh, I'm not sure how good it's coming out on screen. It's pretty dim writing compared yeah. uh, to we'll this. It's pretty hard to read it, isn't it? So let's, uh, let's try and read it out. I suppose, um, yeah, oh, the twine that is the point like... that's yeah. what it was, subject, A. No, so, um, this memo here, goes back to what year was it? I've got a year number. Uh, AMC Opinion Concerning Flying Discs. Now where's the year number on it? AMC Opinion Concerning Uh, Whereabouts does it say that at the bottom? Quite possibly, but it
5: is definitely nineteen
2: forty-seven. Yeah, so that goes back to nineteen forty-seven, right? Twine. Mm -hmm. How do you say that? Uh, let's see, probably in the side we posted it to be. Not yet. So, cause 300 knots probably is not significant nowadays, you know? No, it's no, 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 no. Um, but then it... so I'm
5: this just trying to find that
2: document we're talking about latest posts, maybe. Oops, forget it. Uh, this one's got a lot of... My CPU is 100%, 100%, 100%... That's just crazy. It's <laughs> like a lot of um, black right in there. System body of liquid water on Mars. Let's just uh, do a research on that memo get it maybe it wasn't that one I'm not too sure um here we go get another copy of it Ooh. okay this one hasn't been scanned in This looks the original one, and it's got the date on it September 23rd, 1947. Uh, It's not too big. Yeah, well, it's a bit hard to read it though. Possibility that these objects are of domestic, domestic origin, the product of some high-security project. Uh, the lack of physical evidence in the shape of crash recovered exhibits which would undeniably prove the existence of these objects i don't think that was the memo we were after but i'm not sure uh see what else we can find on this, ah, the guy Hotel Memory, could that be the one we're after, 1950, could be that one, Oh, that's even harder to read. <laughs> Um, the following question is a memo dated March 22nd, 1950, 63 years ago last week. There's <laughs> a bit more than that now. It was offered by Guy Hotel, then head of our field office in Washington. Like all memos to FBI headquarters at the time, it was addressed to Director j Eger hoover and recorded and indexed in fbi records the subject of the memo was anything but ordinary if related it related to a story told to one of our agents by a third party who said an air force investigator had reported that three flying discs were recovered in new mexico the memo provided the following details they, the sources, were described as being circular in shape, with race centers. Approximately 50 feet in diameter, each one was occupied by three bodies of human shape. Doesn't say non-human, uh, but only three feet tall, dressed in metallic cloth, cloth of a very fine texture, which sounds like Alien Grace, doesn't it? Each body was uh, bandaged in a manner Similar to a blackout suits used by speed flyers and test pilots So, body was bandaged What's that mean? Like a compression suit Is that what they're saying there? after relaying an information after relaying an informant's claim that the sources had been found because the government high-powered radar in the area had interfered with the control and mechanism of the sources the memo ends simply by saying no further evaluation was attempted concerning the matter by the fbi agent Uh, I'll post a link to that anyway. That might have been the end of this particular story. Just another informational dead end in the FBI files. But when we launched the vault in April, uh, what vault are they talking about? April 2011, some media outlet outlets noticed that uh, hotel memo, memo and erronously Aaron, Aaron, reported the FBI had posted proof of a UFA crash. at Roswell, well, erroneously new Mexico and recovered off-records an alien corpse. The resulting stories went viral and traffic to the New Vault Swords. So what's the real story? A few facts to keep in mind. First, the hotel memo isn't new. It was first released publicly in the 1970s and had been posted on the FBI website for several years prior to the launch of the vault. Second, the hotel memo is dated nearly three years after the infamous events in Roswell. There is no reason to believe the two are connected. The FBI file on Roswell, another popular page, is posted elsewhere. Thirdly, as noted as the earlier story, the FBI has only occasionally been involved in investigating reports of UFOs. The FBI has only occasionally been involved in investigating reports of UFOs and extraterrestrials for a few years. After the Roswell incident, Director Hoover did order his agents at the request of Air Force to verify any UFO sightings. The practice ended in July 1950, four months after the hotel memo. So why does that make, make it suspicious then, does it? Or did they just simply ignore the order and carry on? Suggestion that our Washington field office didn't think enough of what the flying saucer story to look into it. Finally, the hotel memo does not prove the existence of UFOs. It is simply a second or third-hand claim, which is currently what we're getting at the moment. Uh, with a new one, that we never investigated. Some people believe the memo repeats a hoax that was circulating at the time, but the brewery's files have no information to verify the theory. Sorry, no smoking gun on UFOs. The mystery remains. I'll post a link to that. I don't know if um, Robert will cover that sometime. That one there. I'll do that memory again. Wikimedia. So there was another one, Sabaca, sabaka I'm not sure if it was in that one let's see if we can search his name I'm not sure how you spell it though where we got black vault The Twinen UFO memo still matters <laughs> now. Let's have a quick look at that one uh, That must be him, is it? Yeah. Head of the US Air Force United States Air Force General Twinen was a really big deal during the World War II he was considered an outstanding commander of bombing operations in both the European and Pacific theatres. After the war, then Lieutenant General Twining was named Commanding General. Uh, Commanding General of Military Air Force Material Command. Material Working with the Air Technical Intelligence Center at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base It was in the sting capacity that he was asked to write a secret memo about UFOs in 1947 Uh, Twain put his name to a high-level coordinate, coordinated memo from extremely in-the-know officers and scientists of September in which he stated his considered opinion that UFAs were real and had capabilities he did not believe the US had yet achieved back in 1947. We know what sort of planes and cars they had back then. The memo came just three months after the Kenneth Arnold sightings, two months after the Roswell crash, and just five days after the US Air Force was created as its own entity. Importantly, such a statement did not hurt Twining's career, Given that he was subsequently made chief of staff, the takeaway is that Twining was hardly ridden out of military service for a bunch crazy ideas. That, of course, is what makes the memo he wrote so damned interesting. Uh, his and it is this opinion that the phenomenon is something real and not visionary or fictitious in further clear language it goes on with Pacific Sea to, to state what these devices could be the reported operational characteristics such as extreme rates of climb, maneuverability, particularly role and action which must be considered evasive when cited. lend belief to the possibility of this possibility that some of the objects are controlled either manually automatically or remotely so that's even today 2004 the nimitz thing people saying that they're most probably uh drones with no living things in it so it can do crazy uh, G forces, and not kill the creatures inside. So, it does create more questions than answers, doesn't it? Like, um, could the could they be remote controlled from another galaxy? <laughs> Well, I suppose it's possible, isn't it? But look how long it takes radio signals to travel light years. So that means it's using some other advanced science that we've yet to understand. Where it can um, transmit a signal, not through space, but through some other ether. If that's the case or they either got some robotic artificial intelligence flying it notice it doesn't talk about uh, artificial intelligence back then because it wasn't even a buzzword Oh no, it's talking about Lou Elizondo it's just he's just a disinformation guy Yes, that does sound like a few of Lou Elizondo's so-called of service rules. <laughs> Only it was being put in writing some 70 years before. Well, there you go. That's where they got it from. Um, in that memo, Twain listed several common descriptions of UFOs. They generally were silent, had a minute metallic or light reflecting surface no trail, no contrail were circular or elliptical in shape and often flat on the bottom many descriptions indicated a dome on top some reports indicated they flew in formation no mention of tic tacs although they would not be a thing until 1969 Technology evolving, other alien species coming. Who knows? And this is the frustration of ufology. It's so toast, (laughs) it really is. Got so many shells in it, so many liars, so many hoaxes. And and all this good stuff here uh, is lost. So that goes on a weave it there. Um, let's just go back again. Um, How do spell that guy's name? Maybe it wasn't a memo. I can't remember now. Sabaka. Uh, yes, I wonder if it correct it for me. Um I must have spelled it wrong. Uh Chris Set back, uh, back. uh. What's it saying here? Um Yeah, if I can remember how to spell his name. <laughs> uh I think it's spelled that way. Um Sab Sab sap, back. Uh, Let's have a look. Um, no, it's not coming up. I was just trying to find it again, but we to have to move on. All the stuff we did a long time ago. Um. It's coming back again. It cycles every so many years. Uh, what was his first name? Was that his first name? Uh, Let's try. memo again. Guy Hotel come up again. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Sebeka, how do you spell his name? <laughs> hey, we got finally someone join us. Hey, Jazza, what are you doing up this early? Yeah, we're just covering uh, the Ufo crash stuff. I just um, we just played the 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 news uh, news nation uh, clip went over his body language where there was some stuff that didn't add up in his body language that, especially a little smirk on his face, but there has been other past memos talking about crash retrievals though, which suggests they they have got evidence, but we've never ever got any physical or any other stuff since. Right. So I've just done the twine and memo and the hotel memo. But, uh, maybe there was another one, uh, I think it was Sabaka, 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 something like that, um, I know we did it with, um, Robert, I'm not sure if it was in that episode here, but I think I would have typed his name in the list here, but I didn't fill up, um, Fill up the descriptions like I do now with lots of information, so you can search it later. <laughs> Links to the memo and letter, letter Roswell files, majestic documents. Maybe it's in that. Let me just uh, have a look at that one. Uh God! All black. <laughs> uh, let's see. Steinman, so could it be this one? Maybe we did have it here. Ah, Sabaka, <laughs> that is the one. <laughs> How do they spell it? S A R B A C H E R. I was close. I missed out the R there and I put an A at the end. I'd put K E R was the abbreviation. Yeah, there was something in this memo, so I'll just post a link to this one. See, my memory's not that bad. <laughs> Five a.m. It's actually late. <laughs> it's night shift. Yeah, it's for you. It would be very late if you're not going to bid yet. So we got uh, sub. Let me see if I have got it spelling right now. Sub. <laughs> uh, backer, What's it? Suhdah H. I think it is. Anyway, there we go. So let's see if we can find the key statement here. Let's see if I can read this crazy colour. Um, Dear Mr. Steinman, I am sorry I have taken so long in answering your letters. However, I have moved my office okay I just can pass that to answer your last question in your letter October 14th 1983 there is no particular reason I feel I shouldn't or couldn't answer any or all of your questions Uh, you think if he was in top secret though That he would be restricted. I am delighted to answer all of them. Uh, you listed some of your questions in your letter of September 12. I will attempt to answer them as you had listed. Relating to my own experience regarding recovered flying sources i had no association with any of the people involved in the recovery and no knowledge regarding the dates of the recoveries but as i said earlier um they did recover have recovery teams to recover space debris from other countries but he's mentioned flying saucers here. Which uh, is not like normal space debris, isn't it? <laughs> um, have no knowledge regarding the dates of the recoveries. If I had, I would send it to you. Really. <laughs> send it to us. Regarding verification that Persons you list were involved. I can only say this John Van Newman was definitely involved. Dr. Van Never Bush, not a Bush, not a President Bush, is it? Um, Was definitely involved. And I think Dr. Robert Oppenheimer. My association with the research doesn't <coughs> need my fruit's gone. <coughs> my association with the research and development board under Dr. Campton during the Eisenhower Eisenhower administration was rather limited, so that although I had been invited to precipitate in several discussions associated with the reported recoveries I could not personally attend the meetings I am sure that they would have asked Dr. Van Brown and the others that you listed were probably asked and may or may not have attended. page two. Three, I did receive some, let's see if I can scale this down a bit. I did receive some official reports when I was in my office at the Pentagon, but all of these were left there as at the time we were never supposed to take them out of the office. Four, I do not recall receiving any photographs such as you request so I'm not able in a position to answer five I have to make some make the same reply as on number four I recall the interview with dr. Brenner of the Canadian Embassy I think the uh, I think the answers I gave him were the ones you listed naturally I was more familiar with the subject matter under discussion at the time actually I would have been able to give more specific answers had I attended the meetings concerning the subject you must understand that I took this assignment as a private contribution Contribute. Private contribution, contribution. That's not how you say that, is it? Uh, we record dollar a year men, eh? Uh, what's that say there? My first responsibility was the maintenance of my own business activity about the only thing i remember at the time is that certain materials reported to have come from flying saucer crashes were extremely light and very tough does say flying saucers there not just space debris i am sure our laboratories analyzed them very carefully Contribution—that's what that's the word I was trying to think of. Sometimes when I read it, and um, audio memory doesn't sort of co-resist on some, some words, there was reports that instruments or people operating these machines were also of very lightweight, lightweight people. Don't say E.B.B.s or aliens or whatever. Sufficient to withstand the tremendous deceleration and accelerations associated with the machinery. So this is something that I've been thinking about. Like if you can redu- mass reduce uh, the the atoms, they would have less of impact on And the acceleration. Uh, Imagine like a helium balloon inside a UFO. So maybe these beings, being so light, uh, like carbon fiber beings, you know, they're not really um, biological beings. But obviously they can be damaged and killed, right? It's kind of weird. Hmm. This gives you something to think about for future shows probably. I remember in talking with some of the people at the office that I got the impression these aliens oh, right, I right, why only said aliens, were constructed like certain insects now that's what i always said that the insect base we have observed
1: on earth
2: wherein because of their low mass the initial initial forces involved in the operation of these instruments would be quite low and i think that makes perfect sense in science view I think um, the problem pilots have is blood flow to the brain, it's about to not pass out I still do not know why the high order of classification has been given And why the denial of the existence of these devices? I am sorry it has taken so long to reply, but I suspect you'll get in touch with the others who may be directly involved in this program. Sincerely, Robert, that's his first name, Robert Sabaka, Shabaka, 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 Shabaka. 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 All these Germans, <laughs> Schau- Schaubacker. That's probably how you say it, is it? Schau. Schaubacker, Schaubacker. Hmm. P.S. it occurs to me that Doctor Bush's name is incorrect as you have it. Please check the spelling. Ah. <laughs> All right someone's got a <laughs> got a converted scanned inversion here. would have made it easier to read it out I guess <laughs> but anyway um, what else is at the end? Oh uh, yeah oh there we go. I struggled through the <laughs> the real copy and it's got the transcript at the bottom. Oh, well, um, yeah, what was the letter, the first letter? It's, it's one page of four. Now two, three, no. I suppose that's all we got then. So that kind of suggests that there is uh real crashes of alien devices uh, since uh, at least 1983 anyway which would account for decades so that whistleblower probably has had read of all these memos right and uh that's where a lot of his informations come from That does like that does sound like a smoking gun document, doesn't it? Sabaka, Sabaka sounds like Chewbacca. <laughs> anyway, I just like I wanted to throw that in there because I know we have covered some of this with Robert, and it probably won't be the end of the story. There might be even more out there. Uh, Okay, back to Jasper, and that's what I was thinking about earlier, Sabakar sounds like a German name, yeah, sounds like, you know, paperclip and all that crowd, doesn't it? You can't deny the Germans were on the cutting edge of technology. I think um you find a lot of the eastern Bloc people are really really good with mathematics and theoretical mathematics right look at einstein and all those other guys right um me i was okay with math, but and you know, i was like pretty good at it but i was only following plugging in stuff into equations and stuff I wasn't really a thing I was into, but with computers, you had to be able to look at mathematics and implement it into programs because it comes in handy, right? (laughs) Um, most uh, computer programming though is logic based and data retrieval. Uh, But you do use some known formulas, right? Like if you're going to do like a waveform analysis, you use Fourier's uh, mathematics, right? But yeah, I just threw those in there for some balance. Because we do, we're not just doing a debunk here, but that interview is highly suspect to me. Uh, this one here that I shared played earlier. Uh, the body language. So we we'll just uh, go back. So we got arrow. Haven't got any documentations. Uh, they're saying here. Well, how about those memos? <laughs> Talking about crash retrievals and uh, all that sort of business. um they did put some some date on it hysterical review of records and testimonies is ongoing and due to congress by june 2024 but yeah what he said here at the end when he shook his head uh, and the, that the, the grin that he has on his face all the time and that look. Maybe they're ta- talking about the body language thing. That was talking about, about the crinkles around the eyes when someone smiles. This, this looks like a fa- fake smile. He's got like a smug smile.
5: Because everybody watching this right now is looking at your face. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's <laughs> this guy for real.
6: I am for real, and I'm... hey in-
2: okay, so we talked about closing the eyes for more than one second. One or two seconds means they're most likely lying, so he's not real.
6: Now I'm sitting here at great personal risk, and obvious.
2: And he's shaking his head there, which is not in agreement with what he's saying. It's
6: professional risk by talking to you today.
2: Look at the smug smile on it. I just don't like this guy gives me the creeps looking at him
4: (laughs) and just within the last 10 minutes or so the Pentagon has released a statement to NewsNate
2: yeah okay we've covered that yeah I just don't like this guy and the fact that he has he admits he hasn't seen any photographs or any material And he's only heard it hearsay. I think the memo I just read out is way more credible than this.
5: If you're right, if you're telling us the truth, Mm -hmm. everyone, the entire American public, has been lied to for decades.
6: Yeah, there's a sophisticated...
2: Uh, So he nodded there when he said yes this time. But he know, probably knows about the memos that we just read out.
6: Uh, disinformation campaign targeting the US populace, which is extremely unethical and immoral.
2: Now he shook his head, <laughs> so he doesn't actually believe that. He doesn't think it's immoral because he shook his head, which is a negative.
5: You are saying to the human race, for the first time, an official intelligence representative at a high level from the US government is saying publicly we are not alone
6: we're definitely not alone absolutely the data points empirically that we're not alone yeah
2: okay so he's telling the truth there but we all know we're not alone (laughs) because even even the hardest debunkers and skeptics out there say the universe is big and it's most likely we're not alone so yeah again as i said earlier what, what data is he talking about? Is he talking about military data here? Or is he talking about data in the scientific community already public?
6: Yeah.
5: Do we have bodies? Do we have
2: species? Of
6: well, naturally... Um, when
2: okay, we've done a wide, wide shot here, which is a bit unfortunate. Hands between the lap.
6: Can you recover something that's either landed or crashed, um sometimes you encounter um dead pilots and uh believe it or not as fan as fan
2: shaking his head now believe it or not
6: <laughs> has to cool that sound
2: and he's closing his eyes again it's true. <laughs> See that's not it's not he shook his head and he closed his eyes for for that answer and he's got that grin on his face and it's a fake grin, right? Uh, he hasn't got the crinkles around the eyes like he's truly happy. That looks like... Uh, I'd be interested if the body language guys, you know, the body language panel do an analysis of this. This would be very good to see have their opinions on it. But I reckon he's lying through his teeth half the time anyway.
7: It's also harder for people to wrap their minds around the concept.
2: Anyway, I uh, won't go over it again, but... Compare it to what we read on the memo, this is less credible than the memo. But we'll see where it goes to. Um, So all sorts of stuff have come out about it through all the talking heads. And uh, Nick West has been on TV talking to Okay, So hopefully we can play this one under fair use.
6: I <laughs> uh, believe it or not.
2: Yeah, so they got the guy on again. <laughs> uh, so I guess it's PD <laughs> boy now.
6: Not as fa- as fantastical as that sounds.
2: So I don't like them. How he's shaking his head. It's, it's true. <laughs> it's not true because he's shaking his head and he's got a screen. <laughs> okay.
9: Uh, <how> does that- <laughs> he doesn't seem to
2: believe so either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll
9: bring in the other side on this. Writer and debunker of conspiracy theories, Mick West. I mean, look, could he be right? Sure. But we only know what you show. And what does it mean to you that Mr. Grush hasn't been able uh, to produce anything that he was able to secrete away? uh, from his post that would show the confirmation of his suspicions.
3: Well, I think that naturally means that, uh, we have to be very skeptical about what he says. He hasn't actually seen any of these craft. He hasn't actually seen any of these bodies. I don't think he's even seen any photos of these craft or these bodies. So we need to take what he says. Uh, it's very interesting. It would be one. Wonder-
2: okay. So look at Mick with um, body language here. He's doing memory recall, right? He's looking to his um, right, and he's not looking to his left, I mean. And he's not uh, looking down to the right like the other guy was, and he's not shaking his head. So we just compare his body language.
3: Wonderful, it was true. I would love to find evidence of alien visitors, uh, but ufology has been a, a subject that has been filled with promises. We're always being promised
2: so he's closing his eyes a little bit.
3: Uh, disclosure is just around the corner. The government is going to tell us what they know, and this just seems like another one of those promises. And until we actually get the goods, until someone brings the receipts, I think we really—he
2: does blink a lot, though. And um, what did the article say about blinking? Uh, we blink um, every six times every minute, was it? <laughs> Uh, I should have left it up. I can't remember exactly what it said now. Or we should have kept it up. We might better analyse Mick West's body language. <laughs>
3: we need to be sceptical. Here's the
9: part I don't get. Why wouldn't we know? Like, well, What would be what would be the rationale for keeping it quiet of government, let alone...
2: Man, he's blinking a lot, isn't he? Um, so let's... Maybe I should bring up that. Thing again. Um, how's it tell people lying? I think that's the one. Let's just have a re skim of the Blinken. And this is from the FBI guy, remember? I starting back and forth. Yeah, we saw that with that guy being into it. Blinken. Would you say that was rapid blinking? person will ordinarily blink about five or six times a minute. That's what I said, so that was correct. Or once every 10 or 20 seconds. Well, mixed blinking quite more frequently there. Uh, for instance, when someone knows he's lying, he may blink five or six times in rapid succession. Now, would you say that was rapid? Uh, what Mick's doing there, uh, exceptions to the usual blink, uh, rate mostly have to do with production of dopamine in the body. For example, person with Parkinson's disease will mostly slower blinks, rate, right? While person with schizophrenia will blink more rapidly than normal. So maybe Mick's got schizophrenia. <laughs> who knows uh where's it gone here we go
9: through <laughs> 10 or 12 different administrations that this secret has been kept quiet which is you know certainly in the modern age boy if one party could find a way to expose something so they haven't that created advantage over the other side i can't believe that they wouldn't but why would they keep it quiet
3: yeah that's the thing it would have to be this massive worldwide conspiracy Uh, Basically, they're claiming that we've had alien craft for many, many decades, and that we've been gradually releasing the technology uh, throughout the world, uh, but only the U.S. has it, and they've somehow managed to get everybody else to go along with this, uh, and that somehow we've managed to keep this going for around 70 years or so. But we don't really have any evidence of this. Now, everything that that Grush said uh, to the media was actually cleared by the Department of Defense. That means that he didn't actually reveal any secrets.
2: So he's blink quite a lot, Mick, and he's raising his eyebrows. Uh, did it say anything about eyebrow movement? But you can see he's looking uh, in the right direction from memory recall. Eyes well, closing more than one second, lion. Does it talk about eyebrows? Crinkles, face touching. Uh, Blushing, head shake. I don't think it mentioned anything about eyebrows. Lifting. And we need the body language guide to analyze McRest as well, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's kind of strange. Why well, you blink a lot. Unless you've got allergies, or maybe he's got contact lenses and or something. Um, what can cause excessive blinking? Can be a problem with the eyelids or interior segments. Habitual tics, ref error need for glasses okay changes in temperature and humidity bright lights maybe he's got a bright light on his face uh, for doing the camera work right that's why people wear those little yellow tinted glasses Disease condition caused by rapid and voluntary blinking. Abnormal nervous stimulation as the root cause. is nervous, maybe. Neurological disorders cause blinking. <laughs> Benign essential ble- f- 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 oh, spasm <laughs> Beep. <laughs> Neurological disorder that causes spasms or twitching. I mean, he hasn't got that, uh, so might be bright lights. Of course, uh, so Nick West was doing memory recall. He wasn't looking to the other direction for making up a story. So he seems to be come across more honest apart from the blinking, uh, raised eyebrow line, let me just see what that comes up with. Fear micro-expressions, uh, brief and voluntary facial expressions that give away a person's true emotions. Lies are often Afraid of being caught, so they may express fear through small movements like raising their eyebrows or wrinkling their foreheads. Might have to go back on that one. Uh, but again, could it be because he's got a bright light in his face? So let's just go back a bit. The
9: party could find a way to expose something in any way that created advantage over the other side. I can't believe that they wouldn't. But why would they keep it quiet?
3: yeah that's the thing it would have to be this massive worldwide conspiracy uh basically they're claiming that go. we've had alien crap for many many
2: that's like Mr Spock where really he raises his eyebrow I don't think I can even do that uh
3: decades and they were being gradually releasing the technology uh, th- throughout the world there you go look
2: raised eyebrow on that one but he has got a issue with his eyes here right slightly out of alignment there
3: uh, but only the us has it and they've somehow managed to get everybody else to go along with this uh, and that somehow we've managed to keep this going for around 70 years or so but we don't really have any evidence of this now everything that the grush said uh, to the eyebrow was up. actually cleared by the department of defense
2: <laughs> that's mr spock's eyebrow he's got
3: it's- that means that right. he didn't actually reveal any secrets. It doesn't mean that yeah, they I, agree with what yeah, he I said. Yeah,
9: I didn't get that part either. I didn't get that part either. And the Pentagon... So, first of all, Mick's, Mick's point is that Grush isn't saying anything that the United States government hasn't talked about already, except, except, that he's talking about the program and the existence of the program and what they're looking for. The United States government has never said they found an alien spacecraft. Um, but... People at the Pentagon. Well, apart from those
2: memos. <laughs> pushed back on this.
9: I just, I wanted to get the language right. But they, the Pentagon, uh, has said, they, has said this, uh, has not discovered any verifiable information to substantiate claims in right, any program. So we covered that before. Or reverse engineering of extraterrestrial. Marine- Alright,
2: just to that.
9: That they found alien stuff and been using the technology and releasing it through the world is bunk. Um, you know, so what do you think comes with Grush? Do you think he
3: has any receipts? Well, I think uh, we've got to realize that reverse engineering programs of crashed uh, spacecraft is actually a real thing. This is something that actually happens. You have to call him uh, Mr. Spock. Right? Russian spacecraft crash. Sometimes Chinese spacecraft right. craft crash, and we we retrieve the remains and then we study them, and it's top secret. And I think it's possible that some people in those programs, which are very highly compartmentalized, not everyone knows what everybody else is working on, became convinced that they were working on alien technology. And somehow this kind of story grew within the group. And now you've got a bunch of people who think that they were working on alien technology when they were really just working on Chinese technology. So we've really got to see what he actually tells Congress and what other people he brings along to give a testimony to Congress, because right now, All we have is, he's heard other people tell him things. And that's really not good enough as evidence.
9: Hearsay. Uh, All right, Mick, I appreciate it. As always, it's good
2: to see you again. (laughs) So Uh, everybody's saying the same thing, you know, watching the interview. I'll just post a link to it here. You can watch Mr. Spock (laughs) eyebrow. Um, Mick Rist. Basically... I have to agree with Mick again though. But look at that look he's got there, you know. Looks <laughs> evil it looks evil. <laughs> he doesn't look very happy, does he? <laughs> so yeah, um I don't know if you remember Mr. Spock and Star Trek, but Spock, he does the eyebrow thing, I think only certain people can do that, I, I can't do that. And certain people can roll their tongue, I can roll my tongue, but I can't do the eyebrow thing. Spock, Star Trek, eyebrow lift. <laughs> and let's see, I've got some pictures of there we go. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. McQuest. <laughs> Eyebrow raises. I wonder if we can play it one second. Uh, this can't be much of a video. I got some GIFs. <laughs> Let's have a look. That must be PD, surely. Oh, here we go. Yeah. He must have practiced that, I think. I can't do that. Hmm. <laughs> I can't do that either with a hand. I, I just can't do that. My fingers won't go together on the end. He must have practiced that a bit too, I say. Oh no, copyright clean. <laughs> Vulcan eyebrow raise. Is it always that side he does it? I thought it was the other side he did it. Oh, Alright, it's the same thing. It's like some people are trying to simulate it. Anyway, it's a bit of fun. Uh, speaking of fun, we've got some other stuff that people have put together here which are quite funny. But yeah, I was gonna talk about this uh Ross cohorts really poor investigation uh which was about a fake story of pedophiles in the U- UK government. I uh, didn't do any background checking. Uh so let's uh go back. Oh yeah and we'll have a look at what current news is as well so um, we've played some of UFA uh, what's his name Judas uh, clips before so Joe Um talking about this Dave, Dave guy, David I know this will make some folks cry too bad when David crush uh grush or whatever his name is first decided to reach out to the media it was over a year ago really and it was to nap and corbell so yeah it almost seems like it's organized between this group of personalities online at the moment pushing things lou corbell nap uh ross cohort um uh, Leslie Keane. And thanks to GK and J- JC. I was introduced to Dave last August when I went to see the weaponized pair speak at Star Trek convention here in town. It's funny, I was just talking about eyebrow lift on Star Trek. You'll be hearing more from GK. And JC about the relationship with Dave in the very near future. Here we go. You can see the money troll happening, right? Jay Merger or UFA Joe as he's known. I don't know if it's got any music on it. It's going to make you cry. It's got... Yeah, he's got some music on <laughs> The guy from Walking Dead. Uh, when was he when was that crying scene? When he lost his wife, was it? Yeah, he's highlighted the key phrases on that statement. Star, Star Trek Convention. <laughs> yeah, it sounds really credible. Uh, it's that's funny as hell uh, Ufology is such toast Cry in Star Trek <laughs> Onto the next one Gets a bit more funny, but we've got to watch out for the music I guess I suppose Twitter doesn't really care about copyright so much as YouTube does. Uh, Greer's interstellar friend has good vibes. Okay, this is that Joshua Tree one. <laughs> and this is a guy promoting that bullshit on a presentation that people pay lots of money for, right?
9: Love this one. His name is Bijou. Yeah. Pronounced Bijou. Bijou. He's an interstellar being.
2: I'll, just, I'll pause it every so because it's got some music
9: from Andromeda and he- <laughs>
2: Andromeda and Cactus 3.
9: He has a very bright looking nose because there was a... Because
2: uh- it was photoshopped. <laughs> Paul's already debunked this one.
9: <laughs> or orb here that teleported...
2: Uh, yeah, it's been photoshopped, heavily erased and uh, highlighted.
9: And onto the site.
2: Yeah, it looks real credible.
9: With the naked eye, the only thing that was seen.
2: Remember, they added this extra leg on and the hand on as well.
9: It was this sphere that came up right beside my shoulder?
2: Came up inside.
9: sort of doing this, floating. It's <laughs> in the air, maybe five feet up.
2: So he's telling a big story, Fib here, and this is why people should not listen to people like him. When
9: I asked him where he was from,
2: so now he's talking to a cactus tree. Where were you from? Um,
9: he said it was from Andromeda.
2: Caught ah, out, Greer.
9: Galaxy. Love this.
2: Yeah, so that's hilarious. But you can play it properly on your end. there uh, Again, we're limited because of stupid copyright. Even for a small small clip of sound used there. Door door. Greer. Proven liar. I can't believe all these people are listening to that garbage. Um, I'm just zooming in there. Cool line. Is that he's got a new thing coming up too isn't he where he's gonna milk that kind of garbage out of suckers and goof on's talking about it uh next one career gang <laughs> uh this one's probably got music on it too
4: it's hard talking about this <clears throat>
2: <laughs> Taking a mickey out and crying, or acting crying. Meditating. I'm not sure what that music's from, or whatever it's from. Cry baby, cry.
4: <laughs> You're fucking crazy. Sorry.
0: <laughs> uh,
5: <anyway.
2: laughs> this one goes on a fear bit, doesn't it? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs>
4: I'm trying to say
2: I kind of find him quite ugly, really. He's quite an ugly man with that big mouth. Spreading lies and Oh Part two. <laughs> Crying. <laughs> Crying and lying. Dr. Greer. That <laughs> sort of rhymes. How can anyone? All these years, believe this guy. Uh, it's got to be have something wrong between his ears, right? Um, maybe uh, he did this disclosure. Prog- for, somehow, he's good at organising things, like big events and things. But he's really good at lying, obviously, because that uh, cactus tree—he uh, knew that wasn't a-, a alien, and he wasn't talking to it. So he's got to be completely lying. Or he's got a mental problem, right? Uh, scary. Scary got all these types of people in ufology. And he uses the name doctor, you know. <laughs> uh he's meant to be a real medical doctor. Yeah, what is his qualifications anyway? Uh, let's just see if we can find it. Um Um, bio, don't know what would you type in to get it coming up? Wikipedia, would you trust uh, that to be good enough? I think you probably need something like a Lincoln account, probably. Was born in North Carolina in 1955. He claims he saw an UFO at close range when he was eight years old. Uh, he claims he saw another UFO when he was 35. Greer was trained as a transcendental <laughs> meditation teacher. So that's a red flag right there to me. <laughs> and served as director of meditation organization he received a bachelor of science in biology from Appalachian State University in 82 and an MD degree from which that that's medical doctor isn't it MD degree from no no master's degree yeah what am i talking about <laughs> from James H what's that say Olin College of Medicine so is that even a real the university for medical of East Tennessee State University in 1987 he received his Virginia medical license in 1989 two years after Worked as an emergency room physician. Maybe he should have stayed there and done some good instead sort of crap at least doing in an ufology. And in 1998, retired as a physician in favor of the ophthalmology because it was better money, <laughs> obviously. Uh, uh Jasper, you'll stick around for a bit. You don't have to. And um but thanks anyway i know it's really late for you yeah you're full of (laughs) sleep uh you'll be good so yeah so he wouldn't be able to be in an emergency room if he didn't have qualifications they trusted but we've had um people buying fake degrees and we've had uh indians actually practicing medical care in new zealand that killed people and fled <laughs> because they weren't qualified um so i just wonder any how has anyone really checked out his claims there because he's such a lying ufology uh let's see um uh, uh got uh, killed like call well I'm not sure what his name was. There's been a couple of them I think. Well they got despired and uh, they moved to New Zealand and start working again. Killed New Zealand I should probably put patience in there. Okay, so what's this one here? Emma Rose Russ was a 16-year-old New Zealand who's deaf in Dunedin, February 2018. That could be the one. Let me just have a look. Uh, it's one of these long sentence pages, unfortunately. And I am having trouble reading it. 2018 drew extensive national media coverage uh... nod Skatka a 30 year old Dunedin doctor was subsequently charged with her murder I think that might have been the actual psychopath though, isn't it? um... sick heart commenced on 4th of November, that might be the other one, where the guy actually killed the girlfriend. Uh, was found guilty of all charges. In 2020, he was sentenced to life imprisonment. I don't think it's the same one. I think that's the one that killed his uh, girlfriend. 16-year-old. Uh, which is illegal aids in New Zealand anyway, so it's not classed as um, pedo. She had ambitions of being a police officer. Well, she wouldn't have made a really good one because <laughs> you wouldn't better fight off a killer. Um, yeah, that wasn't the one. Uh, malpractice, maybe I have to put that in. Uh, Let's see. Says murder. Dies in prison. (laughs) Didn't know he died. Maybe wasn't paying attention. Maybe committed suicide or something. Um, He doesn't look Old, does he? Um, what does it say where he died? Oh, I can't be bothered reading through all this. <laughs> I was trying to find the one where the doctor was op- uh, wasn't skilled enough. Yeah, so let's um, put medical doctor malpractice. Uh fighting for patience <laughs> That's not what we're after. That's talking about how you make a complaint. <laughs> um yeah, probably can't find it. Probably have to search that one. Uh Indian doctor please see what comes up there. No fault com compensation hmm yeah not sure if I can get that up Oh, I've got a typo there I wonder if that makes any difference we'll put in fleas New Zealand deaf of patients or maybe someone didn't die but killer fled his to be with grieving family don't think it's a doctor though is it uh, put doctor in Indian among the Dr. Juro who lost lives. No, not that one. Dentist had totally disregard for his patients. Uh, maybe he was a, do- a dentist then. In a the decision released today, the tribunal found Dr. Ram Mania had a lack of. Total lack for well-being of his patients. Oh, turgo. A grey mouth dentist, it says, yeah. Overcharged patients. Well, they all do that. They all overcharged and did work that was not needed. Don't they all do that, though? <laughs> Devious buggers. Um has also been censored, censured, Right, not censored, (laughs) Uh, in a decision released today uh, Dr. Subramania originally from India also did implants that he knew or ought to have known he was not competent to perform so there you go so how do these people get away with it like I said there's all sorts of people like this that are doing stuff with fake qualifications and how they get through the system I don't know So, yeah, you should always question (laughs) everything. You should always question your dentist, I guess. How would you do a background check on a dentist? You'd have to know all their birth date and details, wouldn't you? You'd think the employers would do that, but obviously they don't. But a dentist can set up his own business, right? Like a doctor can set up his own thing, claim to be a doctor and take patients. So there must be some sort of background checking at a higher level that allows them to get a license to function as a business. So, yeah, I don't know how, how that can slip through. In America, it's probably even worse. New Zealand's more background checky, I think. Anyway, back to Ross Cohat. This is um, what he why he got people saying he got sacked at 60 minutes uh was because of this report that came out on him and why he shouldn't be in ufology now uh, you can see here if we play this uh, what it's about under uh, fair use uh okay we'll leave it on big screen
1: but now, let's take a trip down memory lane to examine this 60 minutes special investigation from July 20...
2: 20- yeah, so when was this put up? 2018 was it? 2018. So memory lane. <laughs> so, it's, so it's not that too um, far away from their current year. So it's pretty recent.
1: 2015. Britain's big-
2: but this goes back to his bung up on not doing proper investigation back in 2015 when someone was telling him a load of lies and he didn't do a background check on the people.
5: The ever scandal is about to explode.
1: In late 2014, a man known only as Nick sparked an ill-fated investigation by London's Metropolitan Police into claims of torture, child abuse and murder by high-ranking British politicians. They and
5: I believe what Nick is saying is to be credible uh, and to be true.
1: The police investigation later fell apart. No charges were ever brought. And then, earlier this month, came this news. Nick nicked. A man who falsely
5: claimed he had been raped and tortured as a boy by a VIP pedophile ring is to face trial for child sex offences. Allegations by Nick against Bigwigs Sir Ted Heath, Leon Britton, Harvey Proctor and Lord Bramall sparked a £3 million witch hunt by police.
1: Even more significantly, Nick may also face charges of fraud and perversion of the course of justice.
0: Prosecutors are considering whether he should be charged for allegedly lying about being abused as a child and then fraudulently claiming compensation for the
1: ordeal. So, what's that to us? Well, without Nick, Australia might never have been treated to that 60-minute special investigation in which the... pro.
2: Against
1: <laughs> then New star, five-time Walkley Award winner, Ross Coulter,
2: Five-star award-winning Lone Shinghang in ufology anyway. But
1: made this extravagant promise.
2: He's the one now on the bang promoting all the talking heads nonsense.
5: Without question, the biggest political scandal Britain has ever faced will be exposed tonight. It involves a secret network of the highest office holders in the land, past and current members of parliament, cabinet ministers.
2: So this is like some woman claiming rape when it never actually happened, right? So this is even worse than that. This is claiming that um, there was sex trafficked or used by powerful people. Of course, this was before the Epstein stuff came out, but you still would have to do extensive background check because it's quite a, a serious topic, right?
5: Judges, diplomats, even one of the country's top spies. These men are accused of some of the most sadistic child sexual abuse imaginable on hundreds of victims, some as young as eight.
1: Nick was not interviewed on 60 Minutes, but his evidence provided vital support for that remarkable claim. Tonight, we're going to examine that 60 Minutes story, which reported astonishing allegations with very little scepticism or doubt. The 60 Minutes report was built on another...
2: There you go. No scepticism or doubt, which is why he's not going to be very good in ufology, because that's technically what's happening now
1: number of witnesses whose evidence is now disputed or discredited. In addition, the investigative website Exaro News, on whose work 60 Minutes relied, was severely criticised and then shut down. And Exaro's (laughs) editor-in-chief, Mark Watts, who made similar claims to Coulthard on Russia Today, lost his job. This is undoubtedly the biggest political scandal in post-war Britain. Watts and Exaro claim to have arranged 60 Minutes key interviews. One of whom is known only as Darren, who told 60 Minutes that, like Nick, he'd been abused in an apartment in London's Dolphin Square by VIPs, including one of Britain's best known politicians.
5: One of the most powerful men in the land, Leon Britton, should have been prosecuting pedophiles. Instead, according to Darren and other witnesses, he was one of them.
2: He likes
8: boys to dress in women's underwear. And then to be in a room alone and discover you in women's underwear and punish you for wearing the underwear.
5: A member of Margaret Thatcher's cabinet? Yes. Raping children?
8: Yes. So,
1: So how credible were Darren's allegations? Well, it turned out they weren't. The police investigation (laughs) into Dolphin Square, Operation Midland, whose lead officer had called Nick's claims credible and true, collapsed in March 2016 without bringing charges. An official inquiry then found police had made 43 errors and fallen for false claims of abuse. The following year, the Met paid £100,000 compensation to Lee and Britain's widow. But Darren's credibility was demolished long before that, by this Telegraph report published two months after 60 Minutes went to air. And by this BBC Panorama programme a month later, which investigated Darren's past and reported... He was convicted in the 1990s of making bomb hoaxes. And he's also falsely
5: confessed to murder and rape. Two years ago he sent an email.
2: So the guy that's meant to be a credible witness claiming that people done sex acts and tortured them and all that made fake bomb claims. In the nineteen nineties. Now why didn't Ross Kohart find all that information if he was a meant to be an investigative journalist? You know, even guys like me online would have found that information. <laughs>
5: or to a social worker saying, "Leon Britton never abused me or anyone I know, so why name the poor man?"
1: More to the point, why rely on Darren's evidence? 60 Minutes would argue it could not have known about his history, but there were alarm bells ringing. In June 2015, for example, in the week that 60 Minutes interviewed him, it was evident from Darren's own tweets on an account set up for him by Xaro that he thought police did not believe him.
5: No one is actually investigating allegations of torture and abuse at Dolphin Square. Police think I'm lying still, it's clear. I've never actually been told by anyone in the police the words, I
1: believe you. And a little bit of digging by 60 Minutes or Xaro might also have revealed that police and social services had apparently branded Darren as mentally ill.
5: They falsely declared me as suffering from uh, a delusional, paranoid mental
2: health disorder. I'm still waiting. So um, it's not looking really good for Ross Koha, is it? Now, how many people have been sharing this uh, on the UFO and? talking heads um all right no one's talked about you know they've all invited them on their panel shows as a guest and all that but do they not do any background check of all the people they invite on their panel shows to talk about ufos
5: waiting for an apology from the police and from social services for falsely declaring me as mentally ill
1: Other tweets by Darren in early 2015 might also have raised the alarm. I am just so, so terrified of all police
5: now after witnessing one kill a girl in an abuse ritual as a child.
1: And there was more. Five months before 60 Minutes went to air, Darren made the extraordinary claim to Exaro that he had helped a VIP pedophile torture and kill a boy with Down syndrome by tying him to two vehicles and driving them apart. But... Setting aside warnings that 60 Minutes might have noticed, Ross Coulthard promised at the end of his report...
5: We'll be sure to keep you updated on the progress of the police
1: investigation. Yet in two and a half years, they have not done so. Even though Operation Midland collapsed, no charges were laid, compensation was paid to Lady Britain, and in 2017, Darren was charged with making false statements to the police that he'd been shot at, charges which were later dropped. And even though 60 Minutes had promised... Without question, the biggest political scandal Britain has ever faced will be exposed tonight. But the concerns do not stop there. The... <laughs> so,
2: why is he in the ufology? We're going to have the same crap, aren't we?
1: second key witness for 60 Minutes was Richard Kerr, another alleged victim of the VIP pedophile ring.
5: Today, Richard Kerr is bringing us back to the place where he was taken to meet the men who ruled the country.
1: So how do his claims stack up today? Well, there's no doubt Kerr was sexually abused as a child, but there are doubts about his story in relation to Dolphin Square, especially as told by 60 Minutes. Richard was
5: brought here to have sex with politicians and other high-ranking members of the British establishment, including members of the House of Lords.
2: I wish they wouldn't put music on there. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but he wasn't that young, it turns out to be.
5: (laughs) Are any of them still in the parliament? Um... ye, Older. Very old.
1: Lords.
2: He sounded very convincing, didn't
1: he? Constructing his story, 60 Minutes placed a young Kerr in the back of a chauffeur-driven Bentley and hired a boy who looked 10 or 11 years old to play his part. But only three months earlier Kerr had told Britain's Channel 4 news in relation to his age.
8: I could have been 16, 15, 17. So why (laughs) is
1: 60 Minutes...
2: 15 to 17 years old. And in UK, 16 is classed as a adult that can have sex with uh, older people, unlike America.
1: This mislead its audience by portraying him as so much younger. And how credible was Kerr's evidence on Dolphin Square? Last year, Kerr's time at Kinkora Boys' Home in Belfast was examined by Northern Ireland's Historical Institutional Abuse Inquiry, which concluded...
0: There is no evidence to support his claim that he was trafficked to London aged 17.
1: The inquiry also noted, in relation to several other claims that Kerr had made...
0: Having carefully examined all the material available to us, we are satisfied that his more recent accounts are not to be relied upon.
1: Kerr hotly disputes that verdict on his credibility, as does 60 Minutes. But it's worth noting that in a left
2: uh, just have to keep pausing it every so often, just in case. So, yeah, what do you think about this, about Ross Kohart being...
1: David sworn in relation to the inquiry in February 2015, four months before his 60 Minutes interview, Kerr made no mention of Dolphin Square. So, how reasonable was it at the time to treat Richard and Darren's claims as fact, rather than allegations that needed to be tested? Back in 2014, when the VIP pedophile ring story first came to light and Operation Midland began, an acclaimed UK legal blogger, Matthew Scott, commented...
6: Nick's allegations about a pedophile and murder ring in high places, if true, are both astonishing and horrific. Aside, perhaps, from the mad court of dictators like Mao or Ceausescu, it is impossible to think of any modern precedent for such a thing. It would mean that for year after year senior politicians and other public figures cast aside morality, threw caution to the winds and aided and abetted by others including a doctor kept a group of teenage and younger boys as their sexual playthings confident in the belief that nobody would expose them. For some reason some of them also chose to murder two or three of these boys in front of witnesses. The reasons to doubt the existence of such a ring are legion
1: They were indeed, yet little or no doubt was expressed by 60 Minutes or Ross Coulthart, who told one British MP, Zach Goldsmith, If it's true, and the evidence suggests that it is...
2: Okay, this reminds me of the current interview with the the whistleblower for UFO stuff. If it's true...
5: (laughs) This is, isn't it, the biggest political scandal in
3: British history? I think that's right.
1: But the lurid allegations of murder, rape and torture by a VIP pedophile ring were not true, or at least police found no evidence to
3: support And will
2: the USA thing be the same?
1: ...support them. And there was no scandal. So, what do 60 Minutes and Ross Coulthard have to say? Well, they declined to answer 16 detailed questions about their report, but replied with this general statement.
0: Nine has major concerns that there are both fundamental misrepresentations and false assumptions at the heart of Media Watch's inquiries into this story. Contrary to your false assertions, Nick was not a source or a key witness for our story in any way whatsoever, and no allegation in our story (laughs) came from him.
1: Well, we say again, without Nick, there would have been no Operation Midland, and police would never have described the VIP paedophile story as credible and true. 60 Minutes also says it did not just rely on Exaro News and it tested allegations with police wherever it could.
0: We made extensive inquiries and believe the story was an important and newsworthy one. We note also that the investigations are by...
2: They thought it was going to be good for ratings, right?
0: ...no means over. Many of the allegations raised by these witnesses are still under investigation by the ongoing IICSA... The Independent Inquiry into Child Sexual Abuse. Now,
2: now the only th- next thing that sort of developed after this was Epstein's Island, which is not even in UK. We're
1: not suggesting for a moment this story should not have been reported, but we are concerned about the manner in which it was done, acting yeah. as judge and jury without presenting sufficient challenge to the claims. In our view, this was not 60 Minutes or Ross Coulthard's finest hour. And we believe it's time they updated their audience to tell them that the story has fallen apart. Yeah, now, so we
2: haven't okay. heard of that, have we? Um, hopefully, we don't get a copyright claim on that, but probably will. You know what it's like with um, news segments like that. So, um, Ross Cohart. Exposed pretty much. Why well, is he still win, uh, still claimed to be award winning anything, right? Like they're currently doing with the UFO stuff, award me- investigator, and yet yeah, he couldn't do background checks on those line people that made the story. So yeah, here uh, we go because. I was going to spend too long on it today, 4.30. Um, I have got some other bits here I can go over. So, yeah, we'll just have to see what develops with this story. Uh, I'm not sure, actually, before we move on, I'll just... Uh, let me just get this thing on the other screen working out. It's not popping up for some reason. Computer going a bit slow again. Uh, here we we'll began I'm almost three hours on this. <laughs> uh, let's just bring up um, see what's currently going on Twitter because I haven't had a chance to look this morning any other news about this UFO witness What's, uh, this Elon I have seen zero evidence of aliens uh, cover up cover up everywhere Nick West so we we'll just go to Nick page. I just want to go to his main page, um, let's see what have we got, okay, yeah it looks like he's not posted any updates since yesterday, I think his interview on the news there, that's where he's promoting it there, summed up pretty much what he has said. On his Twitter page here, uh, Arrow's response to claims by whistleblower Dave Arrow has not discovered verifiable evidence. So yeah, yeah, he's meant to have some documents that he sent to them. So what are those documents? So maybe we'll get to find out sometime as these Ross cohort and the t- other talking heads, Corbell, Leslie King releases it, I guess. Make some more money from it. Never mind flying sources. Whistleblower David Cruch says we have dead pilots of alien craft. Unfortunately, he's not seen them or any photos of them, the craft or the technology, but nonetheless he assures us it's true. while well, shaking his head, remember? Um, so we've just been over all that. Uh, What's the best explains the head of DOD Arrow, Sean Kirkpatrick's assertion that he's seen no evidence of off-world technology when a credentialed whistleblower claims the US has had it for decades. And looks like the poll's finished. Pretty well uh, it's pretty split I don't like how you put don't know slash care don't care should have been a separate one because we don't know basically do do we we don't know uh, that question the answer to that question I mean no evidence of off-world technology Could it be that it's um, like he's got here, his clearance is too low, Uh, he's lying, or there's no evidence, really it should be, we don't know. We don't know how it all works, is it like a government outside the government? new world order maybe that should be put on the list <laughs> rather than it being clearance thing um, there is no, there there are top secret programs dedicated to this engineering foreign technology they have been studying non-us space vehicles for over 60 years you can read some of the Publicly available details here. Uh, National Air and Space Intelligence Center. So, like I said before, space debris is collected and analyzed. That makes sense in case it's some sort of spy te- uh, satellite that has some sort of uh, technology ahead of USA. They're going to want to check it out and Maybe copy it, but wouldn't it get burnt up and damaged? Though a lot of that debris, unless it's like a plane that I suppose it could be like a spy plane or spy balloon that crashed. So how long have these spy balloons been going for? But are they spy balloons even? Is it just like political theater to control? Things. So um, we can have a look at his little report here. It's probably pages and pages of reading, though. Um, I'll just bring up something on the other screen. Right there we go. Okay. National Airspace Intelligence. Yeah, looks like a lot of reading there. Uh, What's that one saying? On 21st May 51 The Air Force established the Air Technical Intelligence Center So that was after Roswell Throughout the 1950 AI, c analyzed analysts prior need the use of computers for aircraft analysis photo 2 computer building a lot a lot of, lot of reading And what we got here? A Sora on a globe celeste grid line. What's that one about? I don't know. Color conversion. So, where can we find out what they did? History. Heritage. Fact sheets. Uh, quick links, careers. Well, that's useless. So, what stuff have they claimed then? Probably just a general thing, isn't it? History, huh? Yeah? come out of the same thing, that's weird, history, surely not, yep, yeah, it's come out the same, that's weird, so it doesn't say much at all does it? Heritage. Hm, huh? comes up blank too. <laughs> uh, yeah, good one, Nick. Anyway, I'll give you his post there. Maybe it might might be something I'm blocking. I don't know, but anyway, maybe we can do another search on this organization see what else we can find uh, and do you do you call it what was it called again us something like uh, on reclaimed with oh, this yeah reverse engineering the thing with that though is no mystery that they would have a department involved in collecting stuff doesn't mean it doesn't discount it being UFOs as well that's the only problem with that it's like uh, people know there's possibly life out in the universe somewhere like this one here is possibly In the same sort of generalness, right? Possibly that we knew they were going to be collecting stuff that fell out of space, like rocks as well as uh, debris, to analyse it. You know, people collect meteorites to study them because they come from deep space, right? So it's just common sense, right? Same as people saying there's life elsewhere in the universe. So that doesn't really add anything. Uh... But, yeah, I think we've sort of freshed this one to death enough now. Um, what was that one? Obviously, there are top-secret programs dedicated to reverse engineering. Okay, he's talking about that again. So there's the debrief article that came out. Apparently, the website went down because so many UFO people and news organizations were accessing it to report on it um, so you can go and read that 10 page thing or whatever it is if you want to but I think the video summed it up pretty well or what we we're going to find out so far a debrief I suppose it's good for business for a debrief and Leslie Kane So next month or so, you're probably going to get sick of hearing about it and uh, be a nothing burger again and where we get no solid evidence. Uh, What's happened there? I think that's pretty much it, not it, isn't it? I've oh, gone back to UFO you, interest gone back too many clicks um, Dave, statements to media have been cleared by doops, oh. which means they contain no classification classified information, ah oh, okay What's D O P S R, though? How, how would the evidence of a top secret program reverse engineering alien technology not be classified? Yeah, basically, that's what I said today, too. If it was classified and he was talking about it even to a reporter, uh, he would be re- res- arrested today and it would be big news. Dave has been arrested, silenced by men in black. damn throat's going might be time for me to end this (laughs) live stream have to carry on with the other stuff another day again anyway um, keep your eyes out on it and see how the story develops I'll probably do updates on it so just to wrap it up today uh, we got this stuff on I was talking about AI art how you can make really believable movies now uh, even just by using text words, but if we go down this one here, has Photoshop gone too far with generative generator fill? It's a bit of a tricky mouthful, that one. And this is what you can do in Photoshop now, you know, you thought it was good back in the early days. I'll just play a clip under fair use um this guy's pretty good at doing a breakdown of it so i'll give a link under fear use in the side so you can go and watch the full one if you want to
10: image is the original image and even if you can does it matter anymore like i mean these are totally acceptable let's zoom into a hundred percent you can see the shallot at the field here i can't see any of the edges of where this created fake pixels I don't even know if I'm looking at the right image. <laughs> if this can do it on a face, let's see what else it can do it with. All right, here's a crazy dried-up riverbed that I took in Curacao. Let's go ahead and do the same thing.
2: So he's a I've seen some photographic artist, right? And he's shown what um, the latest Photoshop can do with AI. Phil, yes, I have to watch again. I miss most of your cast. <laughs> That's all right. Yes. Uh, like I had no one even on for the first hour. <laughs> my channel has been abandoned. But do I care? No. Uh, I'll keep on doing my thing, like I keep saying. Come, it's not coming up though. Was it? No. Is it, it stopped working? I don't know. What's going on here? Okay. So this is quite interesting. I'm just going to round up on this though. Um, I'll do a more friendly time in the weekend when most people can show up, hopefully. But because it was a big news, I thought, oh, well, I'll just do an early show because the bookmarks might just go crazy again and, I won't, and there'll be so much to cover. Um,
10: Some people say once you make your selection, you want to go to feather and you want to add some level of feathering. Let's do five pixels. Let's go up to generative fill and hit generate. Now, this one actually seems like it would be easier than a face, but I don't know what to expect. If you need a horizontal image instead of a vertical image, maybe this would be the answer. (laughs) Like, I don't even know what to believe. It's one thing to use AI generators and to create
2: so, I expanded the image over side here, and yeah, how can you tell where it happened? Pretty good, isn't it? Wow, it's going to get harder and harder to debunk videos, guys, and photographs. I suppose there might be little errors that might give it away, but can't see any myself even even the lighting. See how it's done the lighting? Draw it up riverbed, huh? And he's an Art artist. that's
10: not connected to your art at all. But then to augment your photographs like this, it's <laughs> it's pretty startling. Look at that. It even added like a highlight up here in the top left of where this
2: Yeah, I said that. Okay, let's just go on.
10: Okay. Let's go ahead and expand the selection by, let's do it by 8 pixels since the sweater would be a little bit less form-fitting.
2: So he's going to put clothes on someone. (laughs) It's amazing.
10: And now let's come up here and type in gray turtleneck sweater. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? That looks really good.
2: So it looks like he highlighted uh, where on the body it should go. And you can see it was like rolled up on one arm.
10: Are arm positions changing, what in the world? Look, see that
2: there. You draw it around or something, so it hasn't gone down the full arm, has it? It's amazing. Look, here, even goes over top. Is that a little error on the end there, though? Looks like it ain't a Was that some sort of tattoo on her arm or something? Looks like a little error there, maybe.
10: Look at that. I think that one's the best. Gosh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right, let's move on to something else. All right, faces and riverbeds. Let's get really difficult. Let's jump into architectural photography. Here's a shot that I took of New York City from a helicopter. Now, at the bottom of this photograph, I didn't get enough of Central Park, so I feel like it doesn't have the weight at the bottom of the image that I would prefer. And just for fun, let's go ahead and make the left side of the image expanded as well. So we're going to come up to the crop tool once again, extend this a little bit. I'm not going to go too crazy with it. Something like that. There is no way it's going to be able to do this. Not in any kind of convincing manner.
4: This video is sponsored by Click-A-Snap, which is a brand...
2: Oh, do I want to add? So how did it come out? there. So let's have a look. So has it expanded already? Don't think so. Let's just keep on going. Now,
10: as I turn this on and off, there are some weird artifacts. Like, this looks very sloppy. There's not nearly as much
2: detail. Alright, it's processed it. It is a bit of a complex scene. yeah there are some artifacts there i uh, see that shade in there that's re- it's not too bad though <coughs> excuse me now yeah, i've got the sneezes <laughs> uh the building here looks a wee bit blurry on the edge there doesn't it that's where the fill was there doesn't look quite right with the the roof line here what's he going to say about it
10: Tail. but Check this out. It has different variations. So I can come here if I don't like that one. And this one really looks bad.
2: Yeah, that one looks bad.
10: Now this one looks a little bit better.
2: can only get better though. It
10: didn't do great. Let's also scroll over here to the left side of the frame.
2: Anyway, I'll let you have a watch the rest of his show there if you're interested in that. But I haven't updated my uh, Photoshop. In fact, I don't prefer to use it because I find it way too complex for my needs and uh, more resource hungry as well and it's less intuitive interface i find but i suppose if you use it constantly then it becomes easier right so i'll just post a link to that guy's full show i go and have a watch of it not sure what else is on it but um, Looks like you'll be testing it out with lots of images. <laughs> New Photoshop AI fill. So yeah, it'd be good to see how you could do that with UFO photographs, huh? So yeah, it's gonna make our job a lot harder. But I wonder if you can run it through filters and actually see artifacts. I suppose Depends, if they're going to choose a complex scene like that with a UFO in it, it might get caught out. But if they choose something, something a wee bit different, that's less, more basic, it's probably going to fall a few people, even um, people like me. So, yeah, we'll just leave it there for today, and uh, I don't have anything to eat yet. And I don't need to go to the toilet anyway. And the other stuff, we'll just keep it more to um, the, the UFO leaker t- story today. And uh, we'll see how it develops, and probably add more tabs on during the week until the weekend, where I do another show. So I'll say good night, guys. Let you get a bed. Thanks for joining us and uh yeah uh yes said here i'll just post up that last comment two-dimensional pictures and videos have been the worst evidence in my opinion but it's uh, evidence everyone wants to see <laughs> yeah uh that's right unless you've got it on multiple cameras like like i've been trying to show you uh me setting up all cameras around the house, if you can catch it on two separate cameras or something moving through the sky, uh, or apparition, moving on different cameras, switching on lights, then that's more solid evidence, I think. Although you can never, ever be 100% sure with video or photographs, right? That's the whole problem. So what do you do about it? I don't know. Uh how would you get physical evidence of a ghost or apparition? You just can't, can you? Um, but you could get it on different camera uh, filters, like thermal. I suppose if it showed up in thermal at the same time as a regular camera or infrared camera. But anyway, I'll let you get a bit, guys. And uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, go back and re-watch stuff. Uh, forgive my tongue twisting on things <laughs> i'll just close that down there yeah when you see I was a wee bit balanced there um, I have doubts about this latest leak but um, having a read all those older mem- memos suggests there is uh, some sort of cover-up and maybe arrow is just another one of these uh disinformation government organization right and we're never even going to still know the truth about stuff unless someone brings even if they bring photos out remember that boyd bushman was shown an alien which turned out to be a k-mite alien doll so even then it would have to be extremely um well documented i think but anyway um photographed You know you'd probably need like a skin sample or something wouldn't you and a tube for to be analyzed separately so i'll just say good night here and kick off the see you in weekend i didn't expect to do a show today but i thought well best to get it out the way with and see what all the other talking heads come out with and not get too far behind. I I bet team will put out something too, probably. I haven't looked. (laughs) Here we go. Good night Jasper. Good night Yaz. Thanks for joining us. Let's see what copyright claims we get. (laughs) Oh dear But it should be all fair use what I did today, all right And it's not exactly super new stories of everything Apart from the leaker It's all transformative work putting doubt on even the investigators of this current leak you know probably take an hour for Google to process it properly so it doesn't glitch when you're playing it back